Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours, a music podcast where we chat to a new guest each week, talk about their life and creative endeavours, and talk to them about some of the music they love. Our show works by chatting to our guests about music, but also getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love. You can find a link to our playlist in the show notes. Welcome to episode 16. I'm your host, Simon Fink. Our guest today is Vincent Neff, frontman for UK indie rock band Django Django band releasing their fourth studio record tomorrow, entitled Glowing in the Dark. In today's episode, we had a short chat with Vinny about the new record, elements of science fiction within the band's work, and the music that got him through lockdown. Here we go. Our guest today is the singer and guitarist for UK band Django Django. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Vincent Neff. Hey Vinny, how are you going? Yeah, all good. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you very much for joining us today. No problem. Now, congratulations uh, are in order for, for the new record. Glowing in the Dark is out tomorrow um, worldwide, and it's the, the band's fourth studio record and the first one in in over three years. What was the, the inspiration for this record? Um, I think we... I, I think we normally... Uh, basically look at all the kind of stuff we've done on the last record and we kind of start at a point where things we'd like, we would like to do differently. Um, so I think, we, yeah, we, we, I think that's kind of normally the, the kind of starting point we, we start at. Um, and then I think it was pretty much like business as normal in terms of like, I think we had an idea of like maybe making it a slightly more uh, palette of like one palette of music, maybe making an a electronic album or something that was a bit more stripped back, like acoustic. Um, but invariably somebody writes something the total opposite. And then you're kind <laughs> of back into the same, you know, space of like having like lots of different uh, mashup of kind of sounds but I think we, we definitely wanted to make it more focused and um, make the storytelling better and, uh, you know, the kind of, like, the lyrics, you know, like, do something different than we've done in the past. And, yeah, I think we, that was kind of the place we kind of started with. Um, and we'd all kind of moved to different, like, locations. Like, Tommy, our keyboardist, moved to Glasgow and Jim had moved to the South Coast, so the dynamic had kind of shifted. It was me and Dave... It's kind of like me and Dave back in the his bedroom again, um, opposed to like Marble Skies, which was all four of us kind of in the room, every you know every day, which uh, y- you know you created like a different sound altogether. So yeah, like those kind of locational shifts and 
um, seeing what we've done before and what we wanted to change and stuff were, was kind of the the point we wanted to we started at. Of course, yeah. It is the the fourth studio record that you've done. It used to always kind of be that the the second record was the difficult follow up. Um, record and, and then I feel like there's actually a little bit of pressure these days on, on the third but with um, yeah with it being the fourth did you guys feel that there was a, a bit of pressure off yourselves and that you guys could do um, kind of like as you said being able to explore or or do things that you wanted to do yeah I think so I think that and like having you know you kind of make obviously because you go over that amount of albums you make missteps or you you know things you would have done differently and you kind of you learn a lot as you go along and that's just that it's it's not just music but like you know the visuals and um just decisions you make you know along the way um you kind of just gain more experience like as you as you go and i think as you say on the fourth album i think nobody's kind of going uh, you, you just have got yeah you've got your kind of self to please in some ways like and 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 push and and um, I think it's definitely something we wanted to kind of hone down or maybe get back to the elements that we've done on the first record in terms of keeping tracks like kind of quite snappy and keeping them quite I suppose in the first record, every we had like a it was all done in Dave's bedroom and like a limited palette of you know instruments it was like all crappy kind of old gear and we kind of there was a kind of naivety to it and it, it was it was a bit like when me and him were back in the studio a lot of the time it just felt a bit like that again um, yeah so we we and we just try to bring all those elements together really and. Um, and and makes you know like have fun making it as well because I think sometimes when when you get bogged down and stuff and when it's things become a bit of a um, if you're not enjoying it you can really hear it in the music yeah definitely definitely and I, and I think we I like I think we we really enjoyed making it and kind of playing around with stuff and I think you can kind of I think you can always hear that in music when people. It's not a when it's not a slog. We kind of moved into a track a day idea where you would we were getting getting bogged down early in the album where you know it might be like two or three weeks on a track and things were just getting quite um, it, it just wasn't really enjoyable. So we kind of switched to this track a day idea and it meant that at the end of the day you had a song. No, it didn't really matter if it was good or bad. It was a track, and you got a bit of lyrics in there, and it was you parked it, and the next day you started again, and it kind of freed up the whole thing. We start we started to kind of have more fun with it, and that's where a lot of the the tracks really came up came out of. I feel like you guys do have a very distinctive sound, um, where it does almost uh, like it sounds like you guys are having fun, um, but it's also like like there's like a futuristic kind of sound to the music if if that makes sense um almost like a kind of cleanish uh sheen to it but um yeah it's, it's very you it's very distinctive was that always um yeah i guess was was having your own sound something that you guys had always wanted from from the beginning was it like a premeditated idea i think it's something that just we can't even help like you know we even if we wanted to 
break out of ourselves. We couldn't, you know, um, it's just inherent in what we do. The beats we kind of start with or, um, you know, the baseline, everything, just every component really is like uh, from the samples we, you know, look to or the synth sounds that we like, you know, everything really is, I suppose, like it's kind of there. It's been there already, you know, for years. Yeah. Just in terms of the music we've listened to and the areas, of, like the kind of genres of music or areas of music we go to as kind of, yeah, I think it's all kind of probably been predetermined about 25 years ago. Um, <laughs> and, it, you know, it like it just comes to the fore when you're kind of in and starting to write. Yeah. Right again. So it's. I think, it, I don't know, it, it, I think for, there is some, artists who've been able to make uh you know like i'm just thinking of like neil young he was it he wrote that album is it trans am or something like he wrote this electronic album i'm always really admirable you know admire a, a, somebody like that who can do something completely different for, than what they what they normally would have done um This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I suppose we have that sound. And even though every track sounds quite different, you know, you've got like a kind of acidy track, like the arc in there, and then you've got the world return. I think underneath it all, it's kind of underpinned by mostly like vocals and treatments that can kind of bind things together even maybe things that maybe seem quite separate in a way yeah even if you guys are trying new things it is um it is a bit of a signature stamp almost yeah the new single free from gravity came out last week and uh, the the video features a, a small little green alien roaming the streets at night um i've also noticed there's some there's some ufo posters on the band's instagram is this record possibly leaning into any kind of science fiction style content? Um, I think like Dave, our drummer, is like a huge, uh, you know, that's his area really. Like he, you know, you don't get him started on it because you're not getting out of the room very quickly. <laughs> um, but it's like, you know, he's been, I think he's been in that since he was like 10. Um 
and like if you drive around the states with him, he'll be like, "Oh, that's Skunk Works," and I was like, "What's the Skunk Works?" It's like, "Oh, it's where they have all the kind of declassified um, UFOs," and you're like, you know, he he just kind of has all this kind of info and at his kind of disposal, and he buys lots of like little. You know, like two little alien heads will appear in the studio where there'll be like a little patch on his jacket with some <laughs> kind of weird, you know, insignia. Um, yeah, so he wrote the treatment for gravity, not surprisingly. Um, and it's about this kid who you're never quite sure if it's an alien or it's a kid dressed in an alien suit. You're never quite sure if it's an alien, a real alien or a kid. And But I suppose it just plays into that idea that the kid is or this thing is quite alienated. Um, and yeah, so he kind of, yeah, he kind of revels in that area. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have felt, I guess on the, on the subject have felt quite alienated in the last year with, um, with COVID bringing shows to a standstill. I know you guys have a a socially distant show this week. What did you personally miss the most about touring and, and getting out there to be able to play shows? Um, just, I mean, it's such a good, like when you write music and then you play it, uh, it's almost like, you know, when comedians do their like, in London here before the French Festival in August um, in Edinburgh, like you'll get a lot of uh, comedians kind of um, doing small gigs, the test, the kind of road test stuff. Yeah. And it, it's a bit like that for musicians, I think, like you write the music, but then you kind of need the you kind of do a version of it for a live audience and you think, will it work? And then you play it and you like the section you thought was going to go off bombs and the section that you thought was like the kind of down moment really works. And you're like, Oh, right. You know, you're kind of learning like a lot about the music. Also, if you're writing it whilst you're playing is even better. Like if you're kind of writing an album, you can kind of stick a track in, and play it on a Saturday night somewhere and you kind of get a vibe. You kind of, it almost crystallizes the track a little bit. Yeah. So not having that to and fro um, is quite, yeah, I've, I've missed it a lot. But just mainly like being in a, a space with people, you know, and uh, I, I suppose I think we had most of this record written by the time uh, the kind of COVID thing had kind of started. It might like we we've because we haven't been touring, we've just been writing. So maybe like the next, like the next album or next EP or whatever, might have that more of that kind of feeling in it. But I don't. I think we've always been a band like this was written. I think this album "Glowing in the Dark" was written during Brexit over here, where the kind of really kind of right wing viewpoints seemed to be kind of almost the norm. Um. And it, you know, it was it was a bit of a toxic kind of place to be, and obviously, a lot of the you know the right were very much gaining power in all the different kind of. It seemed like a lot of different countries, um, and I think that that kind of theme is in there in that terms of like, you know, that idea of 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 being stuck in a place that's like you know in a in a crap kind of political and atmospheric uh, situation that you kind of almost dream off and kind of imagine yourself somewhere else like a better a better place yeah listening to the record i could definitely kind of 
uh, feel or, or pick up on some of the vibes of, I guess, as, as you said, feeling alienated or just kind of wanting to get out of current surroundings or situations. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, Vinny, usually we would discuss a playlist on the show due to time. Do you have a record that, uh, that you've been spinning heaps or was, or that was kind of your go-to during lockdown? Uh, yeah, I, I found this, uh, record, it's like an old one, but it's got, it's by a girl called Rupa, R-O-P-A. And it's, uh, <laughs> it's called Disco Jazz. <laughs> um, but it's this, um, Indian girl who lived in Canada and she had like an Indian band and she went into this studio in uh, like, like a, I think in, it wasn't like a, a city, it was like a kind of suburban town. I made this weird, slightly like Indian band living in Canada. You do get a sense like it's just, it, yeah, it entertains me in the end. It's, it was like a really rare disco record and then I think it's been reissued recently but every track is totally amazing um, and it's got like a lot of it's a, there's a lot of kind of fun in it um, which is quite good for these kind of times yeah definitely I think um, well anything with a title like disco jazz I think can be <laughs> helpful during these times uh, That yeah that record sounds awesome Vinny I know we had limited time tonight, so thank you very much for coming on the podcast today. Uh, it is very much appreciated. No problem. Thanks very much. No, my pleasure. Take care. Cheers. No, bye. Bye. And that's our show. Thank you again to Vincent Neff from Django Django. Their fourth studio record, Glowing in the Dark, is out tomorrow. We've included a link in the show notes if you want to purchase the record on vinyl. We also want to give a shout out to Sammy and Jade at Beehive PR for helping out with today's interview. You can find a link to our Spotify playlist in the show notes where you'll be able to listen to all of our previous playlists. If you like this show, please subscribe wherever you get your pods and stay up to date when new episodes are released. We release new shows each Thursday morning with guest playlists streaming on Spotify at the same time. You can follow the playlist profile on Spotify. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Until next week, cheers. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.